I give people opportunities to ask me questions. This is probably one of the best asked questions that can be the most beneficial for you. And we're going to tackle it now. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So recently holding a Q&A for my private coaching clients, uh, Clara had sent out this question. Now let me preface, Clara is an industry person. She wants to be in the industry. She necessarily doesn't want to be an artist. But the questions that she asked can help everyone, especially those who are attending music conferences. There's a lot of work that can be done leading up to the conference. There's a lot of things that need to happen during the conference. And then there's some things that should happen after the conference. Uh, The DIY Musicians Conference is coming up. So we'll just utilize this. I'll talk about that event since that's an event that I'm very uh, familiar with. That's an event that I'll be speaking at and presenting at again this year. I'll also uh, be involved with CMW again this year. So these are events that I attend. I can give you uh, advice from how I coach the clients I work with. I can also give you advice on how I would want to be treated. So let's go ahead and I'm going to read the email first, read her questions, and then I'll dive into each one. It says, hi, Rick, Clara here. I'm attending two music conferences back to back next month, and I'm looking to make the most of the opportunities. Do you have any tips in regards to elevator pitches, Deciding which event to attend when there are two you really want to attend scheduled at the same time. Mentor cafes, one-on-one meetings with industry heavy hitters being memorable in a good way. Thank you in advance, Clara. And like I said, this is probably one of the best set of questions. And when I was discussing this on the private coaching call, I told Clara, I said, this is so good, it's going to become a podcast episode. So here we go with this. So the first thing you want to do, when deciding which events uh, that you want to go to is one, take a look at who's hosting it. Take a look at who the presenters are going to be. Take a look at their Facebook page. See who uh, some of the participants are going to be. What are you going to get out of this? Are you going to get a new skill that maybe you didn't have beforehand? Are you going to network? Uh, Are you going to just you know, be seen. Maybe this is the first one that you've attended. So you need to understand and pick the ones that are going to benefit you the most at that particular time. Now, there's a couple different ways to look at the question when you're attending two at the same time. Is it, uh, so a lot of these events have multiple panels going on at the same time. What I like to look at when I attend, and I'm a, a conference junkie, I attend quite a few a year, is if the panel, I could get that information on Google, I'm not going. Okay, maybe there's someone in there that I want to meet or want to see. What I'll usually do is I'll reach out to some folks that I know are going who have similar interests as me, and we'll kind of make a map and split it up and go in and, you know, voice record, take notes, share the notes with each other. So the one that you should get into immediately is the one that's going to get you to whatever's next. Okay, so if I'm if the next spot in my business is Facebook advertising, then I'm going to get to the space Facebook one. If your next step is learning how to submit to playlisters, you're going to probably go to the playlist one. Uh, I actually the keynotes that I do are in the big room, so that's what most people need. If you need help understanding social media, you're going to go to the social media one. If it's film and television, you're going to go to the film and television one. Whatever it is that you need next. That's the one you want to make sure that you're in. 
A lot of times too, is these conferences, they will share or sell for a, for a additional price the recordings. I always get the recordings. Uh, matter of fact, I buy the recordings of events that I cannot attend. Uh, and it's brilliant. You know, uh, social media marketing world is one of those that you can, you know, pick up the recordings. So see if they have recordings available. Reach out, usually in the Facebook group. Go on your own Facebook page, social media. Ask if anybody else is going to that conference. You know, get, send them a message through Instagram, send them a message, a direct message through Facebook, and then sit down and plan it out together. As far as elevator pitches go, if you've never heard of the term elevator pitch, it's like if you were getting on one floor and with someone and you had only until the next floor to tell them what it is that you do, uh, what is your elevator pitch? So for artists, the easiest way to have an elevator pitch is something like this. When someone asks you, so what do you do? Oh, I'm an artist. Great. What's your music like? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a rhythm and blues guitarist, uh, kind of in the vein of blank. And then name somebody that they would know so that they can mentally get a picture. Don't compare yourself to them. Everybody freaks out. I'm original. No, you're not. Uh, you got to give them something that they can relate to in order for them to get the picture in their head to maybe uh, trigger this response. Oh, that sounds great. Where can I hear your music? That'll be the next question. Then your response to that is, well, here, I've got this CD. No, where can they hear your music? If I were you, all of you, no matter what part of the business you want to be in, have a business card, something that you can hand out that has two things on it, your, or three, your picture, so they can remember who it is that they saw, your website, because that's the only thing you know, I, you would, wouldn't believe the amount of cards that I get that are so cluttered with everyone trying to cram as much as they can. I just want to see you so I can remember you, an email so I can go find you, and a website. Okay, or the website so I can find you, the email so I can contact you. Make it simple. Make it clean. Uh, make it memorable. Round the edges. Do something. You can go to Vistaprint and get them for free half the time with your first order. But make sure you have a card. Do not go up and try to hand people music, uh, especially if they don't ask. One, most of us don't have CD players on any of our current devices, so save that for a fan. Act professional. Uh, deciding which event we covered that mentor cafes, one-on-one -on -one meetings with industry heavy hitters. So a lot of times I know at CD baby, they do this and they also do it at, at CMW is that they give you the chance to register for these one-on-ones. Do your homework beforehand, have specific questions. Okay. I can't help you if you don't tell me what it is that you want. Be realistic with your request. So for example, I'm looking on how to get more people like you to hear my music. Then shut up and let them tell you. I would always ask permission. Do you mind if I voice record this? You're never going to remember everything. So just put the voice recorder down and hush. Ask the question, get the answer. Also too, she talked about being memorable in a good way. Do a little research. Find out something personal about them. Maybe see if they've won any recent awards or had any accolades. Or, you know, maybe you found them on Facebook and know that, you know, they're, they like a particular sports team. Anytime you can bring up something personal, I remember that. Anytime somebody comes up and says something, oh, I notice you and your son love to golf. It shows me that they went extra. They went that extra mile to try to learn something about me, that it wasn't just about them. So those are also very important. I think when you get the opportunity to do your research. So beforehand, let's talk about before the conference, 
you're going to go do the research, see who's attending, do research on anyone you feel you might meet walking up and down the halls. Most of these mentors are staying at the facility if they're not local. So learn as much about them as you can. Maybe put yourself, you know, some picture images, something to help you remember. So when you walk into them, just look at them. What, I, what impresses me is when I walk by and somebody says, hey, Rick, how you doing? And they just keep walking. Because they know I'm going to be there for three days. They don't try to come and just get me the first time. I respect that. Uh, then the next time I see them, or I'll stop them, I'll say, excuse me, what's your name? Great to meet you. Hope all's well. You know what I mean? So do your homework beforehand. While you're there, be professional and look sharp. Don't come dragging in looking like you're hungover. We want to work with professionals. You want people to work with you that are professionals. So let's make sure that we look professional. Let's not try to dump our music and tell our whole life story the very first second that we meet someone. Make sure that you're people that they want to hang around with. Make sure that you've got business cards to hand out when asked. Make sure you've got a website. Make sure you've got a place that you can send them to hear your music. If that's what they even want to go deeper, you can let them know. Uh, you can find me on Spotify, you know, and maybe that's what you do. Maybe we add one more thing to your business card. You know, it's like your picture. Maybe on the back, a picture, or if you can fit it all on the front, your website, your email, and maybe where you have your music, uh, where they can hear it. You should have it on your website, bottom line. So, uh, Clara, thank you so much. This has been very helpful. Also, too, on the follow-up, before I forget, make sure that you follow up with an email. Uh, make sure to write notes. If you take business cards from someone, write down the conversation that you had as soon as you possibly can because you will forget it. You're going to meet a ton of people. So you want to make sure that you're up to speed on what it is that you're doing. Uh, that's why I like to leave uh, one side of my cards blank so that people can actually uh, write notes if they need to. Uh, I have a couple different sets of cards. I have a card for when I go to events that just has an email address on it. I don't want everybody calling me on my phone. And then I have a professional card for those people that I meet that I give that card to. So you may want to carry two cards as well. Just some thought uh, on that. And I appreciate you guys. Clara, once again, thank you for these great questions. You guys go out there. If, I'm, if you're going to be at any of the events that I'm going to be at, I'll give you links in the show notes so that you can go reserve your tickets for the, the uh, DIY Musician Conference, which is in August in Austin and uh, Canadian Music Week which is May up in Toronto. So you guys have a good one. I'll talk to you on the next episode. And before I forget, head over to the website and uh, pick up a free copy of the book and take the assessment. Go to rickbarker.com. See ya. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there. 